What is up guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dummies of Wrestling. I'm your host Tim and I'm here to give you their what's happening and what's the go with wrestling on this episode. It's going to be a fun episode. This is just going to be a quick bang, a punch to the nuts type episode where I get stuck in, talk about what's happening in the world of wrestling and leave you for another week. As I said before, my name is Tim and I am the host of Wrestling I mean, sorry, dummies of wrestling. I'll get to that in a second. I'll explain myself in a second. But uh, thank you guys so much again for joining me. I'm here. I just decided to give another little episode to you guys. Just uh, talking about what's happening right now with wrestling. Because we don't have a pay-per-view till like the end of January. And I don't want to wait that long without um, doing something, you know? I want to start doing these more often and more frequently, and I decided that it would be a cool idea to start asking you guys if you want to ask me any questions. Not that I'm like this fucking wrestling guru or anything like that. I'm just a dude with a microphone and a computer and someone who has an opinion, like most of us do. And luckily, a few of you guys came through and gave me some questions, and uh, I'm going to get those answered, and it's going to be fun. Um, But... I do have some news here that I thought was interesting, and we'll get to that in a second. WWE news and and all that good shit, but I think the first thing we've got to talk about right now is AEW, because that's where most people that listen to this show really thrive in. I I think most people who listen to the show are more into AEW than they are with WWE, and um, I would just like to talk about the upcoming match between MJF and Ricky Starks. I uh, I am genuinely looking forward to this match. I think it's going to be fucking great. And we all kind of know that Ricky Starks is not going to win. I, I, I really doubt that Ricky Starks is, um, is going to beat MJF. But the thing is, after his promo last week on Dynamite... I can actually see this being a feud that could really go places, man. I'm actually really looking forward to this fucking, this feud, because I reckon in a few years time, this could be the feud. And a lot of people are saying it's like the equivalent of The Rock versus Stone Cold, which no, it's not to that caliber because those two guys, that was at a time where wrestling was fucking thriving it was going nuts like it had mainstream um mainstream main mainstream notoriety you know what i'm trying to say man i can't fucking speak right now i'm sorry um but uh, wrestling isn't the same as it was in the uh late 90s but still i think this is going to be a really good match i'm keen to see MJF versus Ricky Starks, but if you didn't hear the promo between MJF and Ricky Starks, I'm going to play you the whole promo because I myself find it really fucking fascinating and really good. Both both um, superstars, both performers, both wrestlers did a phenomenal job on the mic. I mean, we all know that MJF is gold on the microphone, but Ricky Starks here did a really good job, and, and I've always known him as a good promo guy, but this was like taking it to the next level. So here we are. Let's just listen to this whole thing. Uh, I think it's fucking great. I'll be with you in one second. 
tonight, and I think I know the real reason why. The real reason why is because you're terrified of me. And I don't blame you, but after what I did to your boy, Willie Reeves, I'd be scared too. Because I'm a bad, bad man. And that's why in a week from now, I'm going to be a four-time, 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 four-time beautiful Dynamite Diamond Ring Champion. And I will still be the holder of the grandest prize of them all, that Triple B, baby. Alright, so sorry to cut you off just then, but I need to speak my mind right now. MJF comes out, and as we just heard, he mouths off against Daniel uh, Brian Danielson straight off the mark. He ignores Ricky Starks and talks about Brian Danielson. This is basically guaranteeing that Brian Danielson versus MJF is going to be your main event for the next pay-per-view revolution. I would be absolutely shocked if it isn't. And that is quite honestly a match that I'd be willing to see. Brian Danielson versus MJF for the, as he calls it, Triple B. Sign me up. Sign me up. So there we go. We're, we're going to see it eventually in the future. You all know it's coming. I don't think I needed to add that in. I think you you guys all kind of guess the same shit. But yeah, here we go. Back to the promo. Now, Richard, these people seem to really like you around here, huh? So, 
absolute because I am a generational talent and my reign of terror has just begun. Pad, I think it's pretty. I should have expected a fifth rate Roddy Piper. I should have expected a fifth rate Roddy Piper wannabe to come out here and try to steal the spotlight. Oh, you trashed the city. Oh, you trashed the people. Hey, how much more stick do you got? Because the low-hanging fruit is running dry, partner. Now, every single week, you come out here, you smell like paint thinner and ass. You spray tan, you spray tan your eczema. If you took your shirt off, your back would look like you laid in a hand pile for seven hours. You've got some crappy shoes on. It's never ironed. The shirt is too small. The shitty scarf and the terrible-ass haircut. And you think that you're better than one? Give me a break. Everything about you screams cheap. The cheap suits, the cheap shoes, the cheap heat. Oh my God, and you are our new AEW champion, huh? Well, here's the thing. With that AEW championship comes a big responsibility that you know nothing about. The difference between you and me is that when these people got behind me, I gave them a reason to keep going. When they put faith in you, you let them down. When Regal believed in you, you let him down. But brother, when it comes to Ricky, I deliver on time, every time, every night, every week, every month. And you can take your little ass to Greece for three months because oh, you didn't get paid enough because oh, you got out politics by somebody smarter than you. But the fact remains is that I've been here busting my ass. You want to talk about responsibility? Let's talk about the fact that you avoid responsibility. You avoid any type of pressure. I show up to sign meeting greets where you, you don't care. You just blow it off because, hey, everybody hates Max, so he has nothing to lose, right? Yeah, guess what, buddy? There comes a lot of responsibility when it comes to people actually liking you. And besides your, your nose being a lot darker than the rest of your body, me, on the other hand, I live with dignity, I live with respect. You know nothing about that. When I lived in my car in South Austin, guess what I was doing? I was grinding. I knew the responsibility of taking care of myself. When it comes to that woman right there, it's my responsibility to get our car, to get our house. And you think because you pay people, because you kiss 
sass, that Maxwell, I'm better than you, that you can get whatever you want, please give me a break. Next week is a big deal because I'm putting up and I'm shutting you up for once in your miserable, narcissistic, little punk-ass life. You don't deserve this, but I do. YouTube, guess what? Been there, did that, busted my ass to get here. Never needed a name to make it right here. And I don't need a name to beat your little ass. I am Ricky Starks. I'ma stand 10 toes down right now. Next week, I'm smacking the mall off your neck. I'm stomping our asshole right into you. And I'm taking that title. that you never had done in your life. I'm going to take the responsibility off your plate, little boy. Oh, of course. And then MJF with a swift kick to the dick. That promo was fucking great, man. Absolutely great, real fire from Ricky Starks. I absolutely loved it. At first, when I heard about this match happening, Ricky Starks versus MJF, I I just saw it as I'm sure everyone else did. It was just going to be another squash match. It's just going to be another opponent for MJF to take down. Now, I'm absolutely invested. I think AEW has done a great job of putting these two together and actually giving us something that we can realistically not see Starks winning. But what if? What if there's that little glimpse of hope I think um, in in the future Ricky Sarks is definitely going to be up there as one of the uh, main eventers of AEW and I'm, I'm stoked I can't wait to see it man AEW has a talented roster of people who could um, who could take over from from the big people the uh, the people that uh, have either left CM Punk and, or will be leaving in the future which is like a Jericho or or people like that. So um, they definitely got the future there. They just need to get them ready, get the people behind them, and Ricky Starks is going to be one of those people of the future. Let's get to WWE, man. That's all i got really really to say about AEW for the moment. I'll, I'll do that on another... Uh, we'll do an AEW show in the future, probably before the end of the year, but I want to get to uh, WWE right now because there's been some news come out about WrestleMania and the Royal Rumble itself. Um, obviously, we are so close to the, the WrestleMania season. We are almost at 2023, which then would kick off the start of, of the Royal Rumble, which is the start of the road to WrestleMania. And there have been some rumors about the upcoming WrestleMania, WrestleMania 39, and the matches going forth. And some of these matches I'm alright with, some of them I, eh, whatever, I don't really care too much. Um, but one of those matches that is interesting is Brock Lesnar versus Gunther. Now, I don't think this is going to be for the Intercontinental title, I, I would hope not, I, I don't want to see Brock winning the IC title. But I think as a slug match, this is going to be great. I mean, we all watched Gun- Gunther versus uh, Sheamus which was great. I can see this one being another one of those matches. Two big balls just going at it. So that's the rumored match going 
fourth. I think Brock Lesnar's not finished with Bobby just yet. I think we see them at the Rumble in some way, but I'm interested. Uh, Another match that they've got rumored is John Cena versus Logan Paul or LA Knight. Now, Logan Paul is off at the moment with an injury, but apparently rumors say, or or news say, that his injuries aren't as bad as we first predicted them to be, and that he is scheduled to come back in the Rumble. And if that's the case, I'm all for it. I am not a fan of Logan Paul. I'm a fan of his in-ring ability. And I I mean, that match with, with Roman Reigns was phenomenal. It was great. It was such a good match. Um, so I'm all for seeing Logan Paul in the Rumble. I, if, I don't think he's going to win it. I would hope he wouldn't win it. But him versus Cena, I'm all right with it. I can see it being good. LA Knight versus John Cena, I don't care for. I do not care for. LA Knight is a guy that I'm still tossing up between. Um, I, I mean, he's doing that segment right now with Bray Wyatt, which is taking... Oh, it's taking too long. We'll talk about Bray Wyatt another time, but that's something that needs to be hurry up and be done with. Uh, another match we've got is Rey Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. I think we all can see that happening. I, I think it's a good build. We've uh, that, that, that's a good oh, sit. What's that six to eight month build that I think will come to an end at WrestleMania. I think that'd be a good match. Um, the women's matches we've got Charlotte Flair versus Bianca. Bianca Belair, which um, I think we're all kind of sick of Charlotte Flair. She hasn't been seen for a few months, but even still, like, are you just going to throw her straight back in the title picture? This is why we're sick of Charlotte Flair, because she's always in the title picture. She's always got a championship hanging off her, and I think we're all sick of that. The other match that is scheduled is Becky Lynch versus Ronda Rousey, which, no, no. I'm all for seeing um, Becky Lynch, but I'm, I, I think I speak for everyone, everyone right now. Get Ronda Rousey off the TV. She's fucking horrible. She's, this, this second run that she's been doing lately is god-awful. It's absolute trash. It is. Her first run was fine. She had some decent matches, but it honestly feels like she doesn't care. She's honestly there for a paycheck, and you can really see her promos are bad. The way she, her character's bad. The way she moves in the ring is bad. Everything about her is bad. I, I, I would be absolutely surprised if someone came out and said that Ronda Rousey is their favorite performer right now. I would be shocked, and I'd be asking why. Like, if that's your favorite perform- performer, fair enough. That's your opinion, but why? Why? Ronda Rousey is nothing but trash at the moment. Get that title off her. The SmackDown women's division is absolutely horrible at the moment. There's nothing going on right now. I mean, the rumored matchup is Ronda Rousey versus Raquel Gonzalez. Or, sorry, Raquel Rodriguez on in the Royal Rumble, which is just going to be like Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. Another squash match that will probably be shit. So that's another WrestleMania match I'm not interested at all. We then have a rumored Stone Cold Steve Austin match. No one is no one is rumored to be his opponent yet, but after the success of Stone Cold versus Kevin Owens from last year or this year, 
um, they're saying that Stone Cold could come back for another match. I'm for it. Give it. Give us another match. If it turns out good, and his last match with Owens was good, but you need to find that superstar who can hold Austin up because he's not he's not the 1996 Stone Cold where he could go. You know, he's an older version who has knee problems, neck problems, all different problems. So he needs someone up there that can help him. And AJ Styles, for example, or someone like that. I, AJ Styles is probably a bad bad example. I don't want to see Stone Cold versus AJ, but someone like that. And as of this recording, there's no one really that comes to mind besides Kevin Owens again. But you don't want Kevin Owens again because we've seen it. Um, this match is interesting. The Usos, now we all know that they're going to be uh, tag champions come WrestleMania. I don't think they're dropping those titles anytime soon. But the Usos versing, everyone has been suspecting Sami Zayn versus Kevin Owens. But the report is the Usos versus Sami Zayn and Solo Sokoa. This is an interesting one. So you're saying that Solo Sokoa is going to turn his back on the bloodline, join Sami Zayn to take on his brothers. That's interesting. I'm not against it because I'm really loving the bloodline. I honestly wouldn't mind the bloodline stay around for a while. You can have them lose all the titles at WrestleMania, but I would I would like to see the bloodline continue. But if the story fits well, then let's do it. Let's do something interesting. But Solo, they've already somewhat planted the seeds of Solo kind of going against the Usos. So it's interesting to see where they're going to go. The last match that most people are talking about is Roman Reigns versus The Rock. And this is where I wanted to discuss because another rumor going around right now is The Rock is going to be the surprise number 30 entrant in the Royal Rumble. Straight away, I'm going to stop you right there and say no. No. Do not have The Rock in the Royal Rumble. If you want to have The Rock in the Royal Rumble, fine. If he wins, no. I'm totally against that. I don't think anyone out there would want The Rock winning the Royal Rumble. When you have guys such as Kevin Owens, such as Sami Zayn, such as, uh, I don't know, maybe Cody Rhodes, all coming back for The Rumble. If you have The Rock taking that winning spot away from people like that, that's not going to be good with the fans. I don't think anyone is going to like that. Do you remember back in, I think it was, shit, what year was it? Was it 2014? When Batista, Batista, came back and won the Rumble. But everyone else in the whole world just wanted Daniel Bryan. All they wanted was Daniel Bryan to win that Rumble and main event WrestleMania. But Batista came back and won. Do you remember how much he was booed? How much he was hated? After that, and it's not his fault. It's not his fault. But I can see them doing something similar if The Rock comes back. The Rock's going to be instantly hated because he's done that. I mean, he hasn't won a Rumble, but he's been there. He's been in that position. He's he's main evented WrestleManias, multiple WrestleManias. He made he's main evented them. Give the spot to someone that deserves it. You know. I'm not a Cody Rhodes mega fan, but if he won the Rumble, I would agree that it was the best best decision. If Sami Zayn won the Rumble, I would be utterly shocked, but I would love it. 
if Kevin Owens run, won the Rumble, hell yes. I'd love that. All these other superstars that could use the Rumble win, not The Rock. Don't give us The Rock. And I mean, quite honestly, this Rumble this year, the Rumble this year, it has to be one of the best Rumbles of all time for multiple reasons. Obviously, the, the main one being Triple H. Triple H is now in power. He's the one booking this shit. And the second point is after this year's, or well, 2022's Royal Rumble, which was one of the worst men's Rumble matches, they have to up the ante and make 2023 men's Royal Rumble one of the best. And I think that they will do it. I really think that they will do it. And the one thing to do that, the one th- the one thing you should do to make this next Royal Rumble great is having names in it. Having big names that could potentially win it. The biggest problem with the 2022 Royal Rumble was most, probably, I think it was maybe 25 of the entrances were just guys from random tag teams that had no business being in the Rumble, that you knew as soon as they came out, they weren't going to win. Chad Gable coming out. You think Chad Gable's going to win the Royal Rumble? Um, one of the, You had Montez Ford from the Street Profits as one spot. You really think Montez Ford is going to win the Royal Rumble when he's in, in a tag team called the Street Profits? They had so many people like that, just, just random people coming out that you knew weren't going to win. And that's what ruined it. There was no real surprises besides Shane McMahon, and we all know how that went. So this year's... I keep saying this year, but you know what I'm saying. This next Royal Rumble has to be massive. I mean, you've already got Kofi Kingston announcing himself in the men's money... uh, Royal Rumble, sorry. This is great. I like it because Kofi always does something interesting. We all know that he's probably not going to win, but he's always got that one spot, which is great. We could have Sami Zayn, who's a potential winner. Kevin Owens, a potential winner. Cody Rhodes, if he comes back, he's a potential winner. There's rumors of John Cena coming back. He's a guy that you could see winning. Maybe Edge coming back. He's another guy you could possibly see winning. There's all these different people. Seth Rollins will probably be in it. Another guy you could see winning. Austin Theory. Bobby Lashley. All these big names that you could see actually winning the Royal Rumble. You need people like that. Not fucking random tag teams that just take up space. We need names. That's the one big thing that you need in the 2023 Royal Rumble match. So the thing is, let's just hypothetically say that The Rock comes back and let's not say that he wins a Rumble. Okay, let's say that Cody Rhodes wins the Rumble and he's going to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. And then, and then, The Rock shows up and he wants a bit of the Tribal Chief because he doesn't believe that he is a true Tribal Chief. The Rock believes that The Rock is the real Tribal Chief. And quite frankly, we all kind of know that uh, that's true. Roman Reigns may be the Tribal Chief in the WWE, but in the world, The Rock runs the show. Let's say that hypothetically that happens and Roman has to fight two times over the course of the weekend. Roman versus Cody on one night, Roman versus The Rock on the other night. This is another thing that's been heavily rumored and and been talked about lately. Do I like it? It depends how they book it. Because if you have 
Roman versus Cody on Saturday, night one. How are you going to do it? Obviously, Cody has to win. Obviously, something has to happen to get these titles off Roman. Now, what I'm scared about what they're going to do is have one title up for grabs per match. So you're going to have Roman versus Cody, night one of WrestleMania, for him to beat Roman for one championship. And then on the next night, you have Roman versus Rock for the other championship. So let's say the Universal Championship on night two. The one thing I'm scared about is The Rock challenging Roman Reigns for a championship. This is nothing I want to see. This is absolutely nothing I want to see. What I would, if you're going to do this, if you are going to do this, have Roman going both nights. Let's have Cody or whoever wins the Rumble. Let's say it's Cody. Let's have Cody win the Rumble, go on to face Roman Reigns at WrestleMania night one, right? Saturday night, night one, the main event is Roman versus Cody. Have Cody win and beat Roman for both belts. Everyone's kind of up in the air about what the main event for WrestleMania Night 2 is. And then as that show closes, Cody is celebrating with his titles. And then you hear the, if you smell, The Rock comes out. The Rock comes out, congratulates Cody. And Roman pushes a rock like, what are you doing? Why are you congratulating him? I'm your tribal chief. You bow down to me. This makes the main event for Night 2. I get it. There's not enough time to build up one of the biggest matches of all time, The Rock versus Roman Reigns. But, for the love of God, please don't have The Rock versus Roman for a championship. That match doesn't need it. Did The Rock versus Hogan need it? No. Did uh, Cena versus The Rock need it? No. Even though I had it. It didn't need it. None of these Rock matches needed those championships. Don't have Roman versus Rock for a championship. You don't need it. You don't need it. It's already a money match on paper. Two of the biggest superstars of all time going at it for the first time ever. You don't need it. So that's that's your rumored, your rumored WrestleMania card, which is interesting. I um I'm interested in it. I I think it will be a great year next year and uh, I'm really looking forward to it alright I'm going to answer some questions now and uh, I've got a few here to answer and the first one I want to answer here comes from Trucker Trent and this is in regarding to the podcast here Um, he asks is this Dummies for Wrestling 2 meaning if you guys don't know there was a little bit of a uh, problem with our names which was uh, of course the four dummies title horror for dummies wrestling for dummies and all that stuff unfortunately if you didn't know i've had to change those names i'm going to talk about it on the upcoming horror um dummies of horror podcast which is coming out this weekend um but yes i will have to change the name from wrestling for dummies to dummies of wrestling it's just a little thing if you want to hear the full story catch the latest episode of of dummies of horror coming out this week, formerly known as Horror for Dummies, which will come out this weekend, and I'll explain the whole situation then. But yes, there has been a name change with all the podcasts. Trucker Trent comes in again, and he asks, is The Rock returning for WrestleMania? We already gone went through it, but in my opinion, 
I think that this year, if you were ever going to do The Rock versus Roman Reigns, I think this year is the year you do it. Number one, it's been hosted in, in Los Angeles. Number two, I feel with the story around Roman that this is a match that this is an opponent for Roman that could really, really um, excite people. So I think if you're going to do it, that this this is the year to do it. Also on top of that, The Rocks hasn't come out and denied that he's not doing it. And he's usually pretty quick with that. There's also been a lot of Easter eggs with uh, with him uh, and his Young Rock show. There was, a, there was a little Easter egg on the on Young Rock with uh, the Universal title in the background, which is a title that Rock's never won. So what's to say that The Rock isn't coming back for the Universal title? Please God, no. But yes, I believe The Rock is going to be fighting at WrestleMania. My opinion, but we'll see. Don and Ellie. Don and Ellie comes in with a multitude of different questions. Thank you so much, Don. Quick note on Don. Don's been doing the fucking Lord's work here and uh, giving us his little own opinions and um, review of Raw, SmackDown, AEW, and NXT on the uh, Wrestling for Dummies. <laughs> Dummies, sorry. Dummies of Wrestling group page on uh, Facebook. And um, Don, that's fucking great, man. I really enjoy reading those reviews. Uh, I'm sorry I don't get much. Uh, I don't get to comment much. Um, usually, when you post it, I'm, uh, I'm I'm at work, and it's hard when you've got young kids running around. But I really do appreciate it. I do read them. They're really entertaining, and I think you're right most of the time. So Don here has asked a few questions, and let's get through them. Don asks, why has Damage Control, or Damage Kataral, been booked the complete opposite of a heel stable? Oh, man. Damage Control had such promise. When they showed up at um, SummerSlam, when they first showed up at SummerSlam, that was the first sign of Triple H starting to fix things. He's, he's, he's going straight for the jugular with the women's division. And I don't know what's happened, man. The Damage Control has really not been booked great and I think I think to fix that and this is honestly something that could fix the whole division is you may you need to make them an incredible threat put another member in damage control and give them an actual faction much like evolution was back in the day and much like an NWO or a DX or something like that one of the biggest factions there's never been really a woman's faction Realistically, when you think about it, I mean, there's been like submission sorority, all these factions with just three people. Give damage control an actual faction, four or more people, no more than five. But I I think that they have something there and I would like to see it, but this could be something good, man. You could do your own like faction, not as good as the bloodline, but something great. Something great, and I think that they're just not doing it as good as they can. Um, yeah, it's sad. Um, was Theory... Sorry, next question. Was taking Theory in a more vicious character route the last few weeks after losing the briefcase something that should have been done before he lost the case? No. No. I think that this is a Vince McMahon fuck-up. Vince McMahon gave Austin Theory the briefcase, and 
Triple H knew, and I'm sure most a lot of people also knew that, Austin Theory was not ready for a World Championship match. He was not ready to hold the World Championship. He was not ready to challenge for the World Championship. And a lot of people critique, critique Triple H on the way that Austin Theory lost the briefcase. And I agree, it wasn't the most smartest way to lose that briefcase, but... I think the briefcase needed to be taken off him. And the way that Triple H is now treating Austin Theory, giving him a more vicious character, is (laughs) what's best for business, quite honestly. So I don't think you could have made him that vicious character while he's still holding that briefcase. Because most heels that hold that briefcase are usually cowardly. And that briefcase makes you a cowardly heel. So I was I, I think it was the right thing for Triple H to take the briefcase off him. Um and hopefully next year they'll actually use the briefcase in a good way because they haven't for a long time. Um next question who's taking the belt off Gunther and when? This is a hard question man. They're having the match with Ricochet um coming up soon and this is a match I'm actually really looking forward to. I, rec- I reckon Ricochet is a underappreciated talent. The man can fucking do shit. He can go. He can do amazing things. And uh, he's just another guy that fell under the arm of Vince McMahon, who just got bored of playing with him. And now Triple H is in control. You can see that Ricochet's being brought back up. Could Ricochet be the one to dethrone Gunther? I don't know. Because if they're going to go with Brock versus Gunther at WrestleMania, I don't think that that should be for the Intercontinental Intercontinental Championship. I really don't. But is it going to be Ricochet? I I cannot answer it. I cannot. I cannot. Maybe. Maybe. Here's a thought, right? Royal Rumble. You have the winner of the Royal Rumble facing Roman Reigns for the championship, right? Then you have Elimination Chamber. What's online for the for the Elimination Chamber? Have two Elimination Chamber matches. One's for the US Championship. One's for the Intercontinental Championship. I know most people out there will probably hate that idea. But if you already got the match set for WrestleMania for the World Championships, then have the IC and US fought at Elimination Chamber. And that's where... That's where... Hey. Brock Lesnar can interfere and cause the uh, cause Gunther to lose that championship. So I'm going to say then, I'm, I'm just going to place all my money on Elimination Chamber and see what happens. Next next question, who's taking the belt off Jade and when? <laughs> There's a lot of rumors. There's a lot of crazy rumors, rumors about Sasha Banks, Mercedes, The rumor is that if you saw on Dynamite, Paige and Britt Baker had a confrontation and Britt challenged, sorry, not Paige, Soraya. Um, Britt challenged Soraya to a tag team match in about four weeks. Now, why would it be in four weeks time? Why are they building a tag team match in four weeks time? Why? Obviously, because Soraya's partner is someone that won't be ready 
in four weeks. Now, the funny thing is that apparently a small company, I can't remember who, contacted Sasha Banks, Mercedes, and um, her agent said that she won't be taking wrestling-related bookings until the 1st of January, 2023. Now, I'm not saying that Sasha, or Mercedes, is joining AEW, but with a four-week build for a random tag match, who else could it be? The other rumor was that Bow Wow was going to get Sasha Banks to take on Jade Cargill, which, no. <laughs> no. No, please don't. Please don't. Chris Statlander. I'm going to go Chris Statlander. I think uh, if you if she's not going straight for the championship against Jamie Hayter, then take her into the TBS world and get her to pin Jade. When do you ask? I don't know. Hopefully this week. I think we're all done. I, I think that Jade is going to get to 50-0. and 0, And her 50th opponent will be the one to dethrone her of the TBS Championship. I can't remember what number she's on now. I think she's on 47. So it shouldn't be too long. Who knows? It could be before the end of the year. Let's hope. I love Jade. I think she looks fucking great. But she, um, she needs a lot of work. Next question. Is the firm the most useless stable in AEW? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I um, just trying to think of the stables right now. What you've got the Blackpool Combat Club, uh, you got the JAS. Ah, fuck. Can you call trios stables? I I don't I don't like calling trios stables like house of black uh, they're a trio not a not a stable so it's got to be four or more members for a stable in my opinion i think the firm are probably the most useless stable in AEW. i mean what are they doing like really what are they doing what are they like you had fucking w morrissey not even in the diamond ring battle royal just standing outside why 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 isn't w morrissey in the match why what is w morrissey fucking doing in AEW? the man is is Brought himself back up from his fucking Enzo and Cass days and is now doing absolutely nothing. He's a fucking, he's literally, he's literally Diesel. He's just a bodyguard. When is, when is W. Morrissey, William Morrissey, going to do something? I don't know. Yeah, the firm is, um, what are they? Are they even a stable? They're hardly ever together. Next question you got is, why are we pretending the ass boys are talented? <laughs> I like the ass boys, the gun club. I, I actually like them. I do think they're talented. I think they can go in the ring. I like their somewhat of a gimmick. I mean, their gimmick is really just being sons of Billy Gunn. But I don't know. I kind of dig them. I don't, maybe it was the whole Danhausen video that, that really made me enjoy them. But I, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a hater. Of the ass boys. I think that they could actually be a threat to the tag division. And people may laugh, but if I said that a year ago that the acclaimed will be a threat to the tag division, you all would have called me crazy. But I think the gun club, the ass boys, could honestly be up there with the acclaimed, with uh, FTR, with them boys. Who knows? Uh, next question he's got was, was there a need for an unannounced best of seven series between the Elite and Death Triangle after just one match and no build to needing the series? No, there was not a need. But the Elite 
need them trios championships back. We all know what's coming. We all know the Elite is going to win those trios championships back. But you couldn't just have them come back, their first match back, and and win. It would have made Death Triangle look like shit. It would have made Tony Khan look like a cocksucker. It would have made the Elite look fucking like douchebags. Like, this is my company. These are my championships. So I think there was somewhat of a need for it. Quite honestly, I wouldn't mind if, if the Elite lost the best of series match. And we kept the championships on Death Triangle. I think Death Triangle are doing a great job as champions. But I kind of see them breaking off after this. But even if they do that, who, who they got? The Elite versus House of Black. I'd love it. But then, I mean, you'd want House of Black's House of Black winning that match. Whatever. Um, I don't think there was a need for it, but as much as I wasn't a fan of it when it was announced, I'm not hating the best of seven series. I'm finding it a little intriguing, but it's only been three matches so far. We'll see. Talk to me in match number five, and I might be absolutely drained and done with it. Next question he's got is... Outside of those two promotions, do you watch anything else? Just so I know to ask more on these in the future, in case you watch anything else so I'm aware of it. Um, No, I don't. I only watch WWE and AEW. Reason being is because um, I'm still a massive horror movie fan, and i got to watch them horror movies. Uh, Reason number two is because I don't even know where I can watch Impact on. Um... Ring of Honor, I, I, I don't watch the Ring of Honor pay-per-views because I don't care, to be perfectly honest. New Japan, um, I don't care. I'm not interested. And I know that sounds horrible. NXT, kind of same thing, man. Uh, I, I would watch it. I would watch it if I had more time. You know, it, it's really hard getting time to watch, like, as many horror movies as I can throughout the week and watch wrestling and look after kids and a puppy and all these different things. So... Uh, if I had more time, I possibly would check out New Japan and NXT, but as of this point, no. I'm strictly AEW and WWE. Thank you so much, Don. Those were a uh, lot of questions, and I really appreciated all of those. Last question I've got here, and it's a, it's a fucking... It's a good one. Rob Humphrey, <laughs> who is like the biggest Hall & Oates fan that I've ever known... I don't know if anyone out there has said, yeah, Hall & Oates is my favorite band, but Rob Humphrey has just come out of the shadows and just announced it. Not scared of what anyone else would think, but yeah. He asks, which Hall & Oates song would make the best entrance music? (laughs) Oh, man. I'm trying to think of a Hall & Oates song right now. Um, I'm going to Spotify. I'm going to Spotify. Let's just check. Let's just check. This could be interesting. And introducing from, I don't know, Iowa. Hall. I mean, it has a ring to it. Oh, you know what would be good, though? A Hall and Oates song for a... Superstar. You have Becky Lynch, who's the man. Let's 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 evil her up, and instead of being called the man, she's the man eater. Yeah. 
You can see Becky Lynch walking out to the ring like with this song, eh? And she just comes out with like fucking I don't know Finn Balor's demon makeup all over, <laughs> and she's known as the Man Eater. I don't know. It's uh, <laughs> something stupid. Here's here's a question for everyone, and I'll, and I'll post this on the uh, on the Facebook page, but. Pick any song, any like actual song, it, and it, it has to be an actual song, right? It can't be some fucking free to free to play YouTube music. Pick an actual song that you could see being an actual entrance music, much like how um the Elite have "Carry On My Wayward Son" by Kansas. What's an actual song that you can see being played as a um a theme music? I um. Oh, what's it called? ECW. ECW. I think it was Tommy Dreamer who had Man in the Box by Alice Chain as his theme. I think it was Tommy Dreamer. And this is... See, that? that's a fucking... That's a cool entrance. I'm sure it was Tommy Dreamer. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I know Sandman had Enter Sandman by Metallica. I don't think that's a very good theme music, but let me know, man. Let me know. Uh, I I think it'll be an interesting discussion as to what would be the best theme music from any song, any real song. Anyway, guys, that is it for me on this episode of Dummies of Wrestling. Thank you guys once again for joining me. I'll be back. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully I'm going to try and get back before the end of the year. No promises, though. It's a busy, busy month for all of us. Uh, If I don't get back, enjoy your Christmas. Be safe. Please don't drink and drive. Don't do anything stupid. There's already too many deaths in the world, and I don't want one of you guys uh, injuring yourself or worse. So be safe. Enjoy, enjoy New Year's Eve, and uh, hopefully I'll see you before then. But if don't, if I don't, I uh, love you all, and we'll talk next time. This is rest. Uh, fuck me, dummies of wrestling. I'm out.